cast and crew members. Yeah. Brother Francis Duran, Brother Alonzo Kimber, Brother Aaron Blanks, my sister Cheryl Price, my brother man, Tony, Tony Glass. Appreciate them, appreciate them. God bless them. Now, uh, we just saw, saw a, a dramatic expression of what it means to repent and return to the light. And that's my message this morning is repent, return to the light. And now we're going to go to uh, the scriptural passage of the lost son in Luke chapter 15. And Pastor Price is going to read that for us. Read it from the King James Version. And it says in Luke chapter 15, starting at verse 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And we, he would have fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Amen. 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 Repent. Return to the light. Now we would have to, have to ask, what would cause us to leave the light? And we saw in the play and also in scripture. What is it that would, would make us depart from the light and leave darkness and, and lead to darkness? Our own sinful desires, right? We get distracted, right? So our sinful desires deceive us. And we make a decision to depart from the light, from our Father's presence, from God's presence, into darkness. Right? And the darkness sucks the life out of us, leaves us desperate, stressed, depressed, and left for dead. Right? 
But what does it mean to repent? What is the definition of repentance or repent? It says to change, it's a change of mind that results in a change of action. It's to feel or express regret or remorse for wrongdoing or sin. Or sin. It's to, to depart from evil and turn to God. That's what it means to repent. And so why should we repent? The question is, is that for unbelief, for, for, the, for lack of unbelief, for those who don't believe, they need to repent. Right? It says, believe and receive the gospel. What is the gospel? It said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. So why should we, we, uh, we repent? To avoid judgment. To avoid condemnation. Because we see that what? In uh, Romans 6 and 23 says the wages of sin is death. Right? So by us repenting and turning to God, we're turning away from darkness and turning to light, which is God. We're turning away from our evil and avoiding the judgment of God, which is actually separation from God, which is death. Eternal death, the death sentence, the eternal death sentence. Wherever God isn't, that's death, right? And we've all been there before, right? We didn't come out of our mother's womb safe. So therefore, we had to transfer from unbelief to belief because we accepted the free gift of salvation, which is Jesus Christ. So for any unbelievers that's in the house, now you can come to the light by accepting the truth. The truth is that you're a sinner and that you are on your way to hell. But God has provided a way. He's made provisions for you to have a relationship with him, to restore fellowship with him by receiving his son, by receiving the payment for your sin. The payment for your sin was Jesus' death, Jesus' body. He died on the cross for your sins. For the wages of sin is death, but it didn't stop there. The wages of sin is death for those who what? Don't believe. But, said, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. For, it said, for we all have sinned. Romans 3 and 23. For all have sinned. We all got something in common. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But we know that what? But now we have crossed over from unbelief. To believe. Now we're gonna. Now that was for the unbelievers. Now, being that we have crossed over into belief, should a believer have to repent? Well, let's go to the scripture and see. Let's go to First John chapter one, and we and Pastor Price is gonna read from seven to ten. First John chapter one and verse seven. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Amen. So we see that believers still have to repent what? They have to repent from the continual sins that they're dealing with each day. Because why would they need to repent? They need God's mercy. They need God's forgiveness. They need God's healing. God's restoration. Right? Because like I said, if we say we have no sin, we're lying. Because believer or not, we still got sins, right? But the difference is, is that we, we as believers, we have the Spirit of God living in us now. And the Spirit of God convicts us of our sins. So we're not supposed to just shut that, shut that voice off and say, hey, you know you're doing wrong. You know you're doing wrong. This, this is not where we're supposed to be. So it's just like when we leave from light, to darkness, we should not be able to stay, right? Because the Holy Spirit can say, hey, we don't live here. We've got no business over here. Because it said, what fellowship does light have with darkness? What harmony or, or fellowship that, that, that Satan has with the, uh, that Christ has with the devil? There's no harmony between that. You know, it's constant conflict, right? Light and darkness, they can't coexist, right? It's just like a clean person and an unclean person trying to stay in the same house. Right? Can't happen because what? The, the one person is trying to keep the place clean, and the other, place, the other person is just keeping the place messy. So one of you got to go. Right? You can't stay. So we don't, we don't have fellowship with darkness, and if we end up having fellowship with darkness, our spirit convicts us. And we know that what? We can't stay. Just like, just like the, the, the play. He stepped over into darkness, but something within him. We always sing this song. Something within me, like that holds the rain. Something within me that banishes pain. See, whatever, something within me, I cannot explain. But you know that what? I can't stay in darkness. So therefore, we, we repent from our sins. And so as we're growing as believers, the, our faith in God continues to increase through our experiences, yeah. right? Because as a, a, as a new believer, you might even still feel like you're a defeated Christian, but you don't overcome in one day. Amen. You do not overcome in one day. Amen. And then the thing about it is that your sins are constantly being revealed. For, for young Christians, I just have to encourage you, you got to stay in the race. You got to stay in the race because the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but those that endure to the end. But that's by you. That's by you depending on God and God's word to lead you. Because you know that we still have uh, temptations and we still have weaknesses. But the thing is that God is trying to purify us, right? He's trying to purify us through his Holy Spirit, right? So, so therefore, we have to go through fiery trials sometimes. Sometimes there, we don't walk in the darkness. Sometimes darkness comes after us. But then we still have to endure and hold on to his word and grow in faith. So therefore, it says that who that is the son of God is he that overcometh. He that overcometh the world. We know that's what? There's darkness all around us, right? Even what? The writer Paul says that what? Even when I desire to do good, evil is always present, right? We live in a fallen world, don't we? Sin is all around us. 
Even though that what? We are believers and we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, right? We still have to fight. We still have to depend on this word of God. And, but also is that we have to come a certain way. Just like you said, how can we say that we have fellowship with God and, uh, and walk in darkness? We're, we're lying. That means it said that if we confess our sins, that's the responsibility of the believer. We have to what? Continually be in confession. But we're going to say what, what repentance is not. We can't just say we're sorry and not change. Remember what it said that the definition of uh, repentance was? It said a change of mind that results in a change of action, right? A man's cheating on his wife. Or a wife is cheating on her husband. She said, I'm sorry, baby. Or, I'm sorry, baby. I'm cheating on you. I'm, I'm sorry I got caught. Right? You're only sorry you got, that you got caught. <laughs> right? Because if you never got caught, you would have never stopped. But you might not still stop. You're stealing on your job. You're sorry. You're sorry you got fired. Right? We see our children. We ask them not to do something. Don't have nobody in the house when I'm gone. Come home. You see the evidence. You know somebody else been up in there. Johnny, Johnny, leaving out the back door as you're pulling up in the driveway. I thought I told you not to have anybody in here. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. They leave the next time. Sally coming over the next time. I thought I told you not to have no I'm sorry, I ain't gonna do it again. You told me that the last time. You ain't sorry enough. You ain't sorry enough, right? So obviously that what? We haven't come to a broken enough state to repent. We were talking over in the um, men's class this morning and uh, Francis was asking us how did, you know, how did we come to the, come to the Lord? How did we come to, to believe? And uh, one of the brothers, just said that I was tired. Think about it. He said he was tired. He was tired of the condition that he was living in, right? When we get tired of darkness, right, got to make that turn, right? Because otherwise you're going to take a beat down. I mean, you're taking a beat down anyway. But just like we said that the believer still has to repent, he still has to have a change of mind. That results in the change of action. Second Chronicles 7.14 says that if my people who are called by my name. So your children are called by your name. So we are the children of God. We are called by his name. He said if they would humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways. So then he will hear from heaven. Then he will forgive their sins. Then he will heal the land. That's on the condition, right? If his people would humble themselves. You see that the man had to become broken. He had to become, his heart had to be broken. See, a lot of us, our hearts need to be broken, tore down before we can ever come to repentance. Because we just can't say that, okay, I'm making the change. You can't make the change without the power of God. Because if you could have, you would have changed a long time ago. So if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, 
Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. Because the, the people of God, we continually need God's mercy. God needs to hear our prayers, and God's not going to hear our prayers living in darkness. If your, prayers ain't, if your prayers ain't getting answered, you might want to consider where you're at. Right? If we're not getting healing, we might have, want to consider where we're at. Because we, we always, we know that what? See, what this represented with uh, Alonzo and Francis, that represented fellowship with, with his father. He broke ranks with his God. He broke, he broke ranks with his father. Fellowship with his father to go fellowship with darkness. Right? Only to come to himself, right? Just like the prodigal son said, said he had to come to his senses. Right? A lot of us, we need to come to our senses about how we live it. Believers have to come to their senses about what they believe. Unbelievers, right? Because it's your belief system that's going to dictate how you live. If your faith is in Jesus Christ, then yeah, it's a slow process. It's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey to continue to be cleansed from your sins. That's why we confess daily. That's why we repent all the time. But not just saying, Lord, I'm sorry, and don't mean it. It said, remember what it said about uh, what repentance was? It was to feel or express sincere regret or remorse. Not just words without sincerity. I love you, man. Right. You, know, you know what I mean? We, can't, we, we, we have to be honest and sincere. Because remember, it said that God knows the heart. And that's what he's weighing, right? When we go and bow before him, he knows if we're faking it. He's like, I'm not hearing you because your heart's not right. We can, don't you know that we can have actions without the right heart? So we want to have the right mind. Said that um, in Romans 12, it said that we must be uh, transformed by the renewing of our minds. He said, so then you may prove that what is good and perfect and acceptable will of God. But until your mind gets transformed, until your mind gets changed about the way you live in, you're still going to continue the same thing. Right? We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now we have to learn to walk in faith. We have to learn to walk in faith towards God. And I'm going to wrap this up. To close out, it says that our convictions should lead us to repent and turn from the darkness to the light. Depart from evil and turn to Christ. Amen. Amen.